Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to another episode of On the Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com. Tony Shebecki with you. Thanks for joining us wherever you are around this big, big universe of ours. We know we've got listeners uh, not just in Australia, but right around the world. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Joined by my co-host this week in Lyle. Uh, no Walshy this week, a bit off colour at the moment. Lyle, how are you, buddy? Uh, very good. Hey, T-Dog, how you going, mate? Oh, not too bad, mate. Uh, what's wrong with our old buddy? I don't know. It's, I'm pretty sure he got the secondary uh, vaccine. and He did too, you're right. Yeah, I don't want to put two and two together, Tony, but he did say he was out buying more Microsoft uh, products. And, and his, his phone reception's been the best it's ever been. <laughs> the best, Tony. Like, he's doing video calls without deliberately doing them. Um, yeah, he's, I'm not sure about the voices. I'm pretty sure they've been in his head for a long time. Had nothing to do with this vaccine. Uh, oh, hey, well, we'll soldier on without him, Tony. I think we'll do all right. We will, uh, and hopefully he'll be back with us next week. Looking forward to our interview coming up shortly with a brand-new tag team partnership called Big Dude Energy. Big Dave and Ricky Gilmore will be uh, debuting at Mayhem Pro Wrestling in Bacchus Marsh this weekend. We'll catch up with them shortly. And, of course, on the turnbuckle, always brought to you by the team out there at the Australian Wrestling Network, Updating their library each week. There's new Aussie and international matches coming up each week. And Fennigan, seven bucks for the cost of a coffee and a me. little cake. Yeah. If you get a I deal, know. you can get a coffee and a cake for seven bucks. Sometimes you can get a toasty and a coffee for six fifty. So for fifty cents more than that, I mean, a you're getting access to thousands and thousands and thousands of matches. Yeah, oh, I could imagine Welshie being laid up in bed, mate. He's probably chucked something on randomly and he'd be watching it for sure. Just catching up on some of that old old PWA stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some good Aussie wrestling gum for the back catalogue. Yeah, speaking of good Aussie wrestling, a good Aussie wrestler, Chanel Phoenix. Loved that episode last week. Yeah, very good. One of the hardest workers, Tony. Like we mentioned it during the interview and post-interview. It was hard to lock her down for the interview. It took us a couple of weeks to get the time and, that snap lockdown when gyms closed, you know, she's MMA gym, kickboxing gym, you know, wrestling training. And, you know, she's one of the hardest work yeah. workers out there, Tony. So hope it come through on the interview. I feel it did. Yeah. Looking forward to what she's got planned for the rest of the year. Yeah. And great to see that uh, promoters are having a chat to her now and really looking at her in a favorable light. So uh, a big, big future, I'm sure, for Chanel Phoenix. All right, Lyle. Good interview coming up. We're speaking to a couple of debutantes 
who uh, make their debut in wrestling at Mayhem this weekend. The tag team partnership is called Big Dude Energy. And we're speaking to Big Dave and Ricky Gilmore. Hello, gentlemen. Good evening, sirs. How are we doing? Mate, we're fine. How are you guys? You're a little bit nervous a couple of days out of your big debut? Nervous. Big, <laughs> big dudes don't get nervous. It's all about big dude energy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> i tell you what, I was actually quite surprised. I keyed into the internet, big dude energy, to try and find out some stuff about you. And all I kept on getting was big dick energy. I don't know whether... Hey! That's probably deliberate there, Tony. Uh, I'm assuming that's pretty pretty deliberate. Keep it on the hush hush because we're going to work family friendly shows. But for those who know, those who know, if you're a bit clued in, then you know exactly what we're about. Beautiful. (laughs) Well, I did. um, Obviously, it's your debut, so there's obviously there's not a lot of wrestling uh, stuff out there about you guys. But I did uh, stalk both your Instagram pages, and I tell you what, I was messaging uh, JXT earlier. I'm pretty excited to see this tag team, Tony. They seem pretty fun guys outside of the ring. I'm hoping they can bring that fun to the ring as well. I'm sure, I'm sure they will. You guys been mates for a while? Oh, uh, what are we uh, going on? Going on 20 plus years since the womb, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brother from another mother. Uh, essentially, our friendship started, uh, we were kind of at uni together. We've known each other for eight years now. I think the moment that really clued us in, we were on a train going home <laughs> and I pulled out of my bag. I was reading an autobiography at the time and it was Brock Lesnar's autobiography. He turned around and he goes, hey, you're a wrestling fan. And that, that was basically it from there. Then I realized he trains at the same gym that I do. Turns out we're both marks. And uh, here we go, eight, nine years later, and we're about to make the biggest debut in Australian wrestling history. Oh, everyone's excited. How, how long did you guys actually know each other before you knew you were wrestling fans? Uh, 10 minutes? Yeah, 10 minutes. 10 minutes? That's a story for every wrestling fan. It's like, let's go through the list. What do we have in common? Yeah, footy, sports, yada, yada, yada. Wrestling. Hell yeah. I mean, you knew me before I knew you, though. As soon as you say wrestling, it's like, (laughs) all right, this is my guy. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Being wrestling fans, though, and then being tag team partners, two obviously different things. When did you guys realize it? This is something that you guys wanted to do together. I don't think it's something that we would want to do any other way. It's, it's more a case of why not do it with my best buddy? Yeah, and I 100% agree with that. For myself, at least, like, especially for me personally, I, I only want to be in this industry as a tag team. Right? For me, tag, I see tag team wrestling as something that is so underutilized, something that you, know, you get to go out there and you share everything, every moment, every pinfall, every victory, and even in the losses, you share it with someone by your side. To me, that that's the magic of, of this industry, and I can't imagine doing it with anyone else other than Ricky here, but to go out there and do it as a tag team, that's how I want to do it. I, I can't imagine doing it as a singles competitor, but I think that's where everyone else has their lane here, and that's where we separate ourselves, that we want to be a tag team, and we don't want to do it any other way. So for all those tennis fans out there, you're the Brian brothers of wrestling. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I didn't get that tennis reference. Tony. The Brian brothers have been uh, partners, doubles partners ever since they started. They're brothers. Should have. What about the Woodies? Oh yeah, the Woodies. That, that, yeah, that would have yeah. been better. Yeah, oh, for sorry, a man yeah, of my okay. age. They're technically not brothers, but you know. 
<laughs> I, just <don't, laughs> yeah. I just don't want to try and guess which one of them is Todd. <laughs> so they, they might be too young for the Woodies. They wouldn't yeah, that's know. True. Good uh, point. Um, so you guys like to have a lot of fun on your on your Instagram, that's for sure. Dressing up as uh, the Rock in the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the skivvy in the chain and the the bum bag. I see you. Can, can uh, I just say that that gimmick wasn't done as like I'm gonna just do this once off. Like I done that and went to uni dressed like that. That was a genuine wow. outfit for the day. That, that wasn't just done as a piss tag. That was a genuine outfit. There. So what did I tell you, Tony? Yeah. Fun, fun outside the ring. I'm hoping they bring it Saturday night. What, what about when you guys dressed up as the Shield and you went to the WWE event? <laughs> I think the best part about that was all the little kids running up to us, wanting to hit us with the chairs, and they they genuinely believed that we were the Shield. It was like, yeah, we're gonna see you guys later in the ring tonight. Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> Speak for your fucking self, wanting to hit us with chairs. Oh, fucking cosplayed as Roman Reigns. You had the chair. They came up screaming to Ricky. Yo, can I please grab that chair? I was the one out here taking all the bumps. I was taking the spears. It was a fantastic day. He took, about, he took about 20 chair shots that night. Wouldn't have it any other way. It's smart by Ricky. It is extremely smart. Now, Ricky, <laughs> you, you mentioned, and that's probably why he goes to uni. That's why it's probably smart. He's a, a clever boy. Are you a lawyer, Ricky? Are you studying the law? No, that's Dave. Dave's the lawyer. The one taking the chair shots, Tony, is the, the, the lawyer. The question I want to ask is, what makes lawyers think that they're actual comedians? A lot of oh, comedians oh, have been oh, lawyers so in, have been studying law. Uh, I think what makes us comedians is that we're just so good with our mouths that we just know how to use them better than anyone else does. That's a fair call. The guys from, uh, <laughs> the guys from Working Dog and... Steve Weizart and all those guys, a lot of Australian comedians were actually practicing law before they took up comedy. Just very oh, strange. One of, one of the most interesting things, and look, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot on it a little bit. Uh, when it comes to law, it's the new business degree. Uh, every, every, everyone out there who wants to, who gets into law, they do it because, you know, it covers every field. Yeah. You, know, you can do it. You're, you're a jack of all trades. You're a master of fuck all. Except law, I guess. Yeah, oh, they, exactly. <laughs> well, you hope to be a master of law. <laughs> now this is the kind of fun i'm talking about tony ricky ricky has a fair few tattoos and he let instagram decide his no. next tattoo with the simpsons into a you know the brackets of the college basketball and stuff tony oh yeah yeah that on his instagram for his next tattoo how, how did that turn out Terrible, terrible. It was a great idea. Turned it up from the I, start. I genuinely, <laughs> this, is, this is a lesson learned for me. I thought, let's have some faith in people and people are going to pick the right choices. People are going to pick what's going to look nice and the cool references. No, instead, people were picking the shit that they thought would look dumb on me because they wanted me <laughs> to look like a fucking idiot. So I, I was having anxiety attacks. I was calling Dave like, Dave, this isn't going the way I planned it to. No. He, he's sitting there going like, yeah, are you surprised? Did you really think it was going to go the way you wanted it? <laughs> thought about it for five minutes. You should have seen that this was... I even voted for the stupid ones too, bro. Like this, you knew this was going to happen. The internet was only going to go one way. Which one did you want everyone to pick? Uh, I, end, I ended up getting the ones that I wanted. So the, the, yeah, he said, fuck the competition. I ran the competition and then the things that won, I was like, fuck this. I don't want to get any of them. I actually know what I want to get now. Cause it, that's the thing. When you, if things are going up against each other, you're like, oh, 
I actually really want this one to win because that, that's the one that I want. So they're the ones that I went with. So the, I got Homer getting hit by a beer keg and Homer eating the waffle yelling sacrilegious. Cool. Well, well, at least you got what you wanted. That's the main thing. At the end of the day, the, process, that is the, main thing. the result was where we wanted to get there. The process just gave me about fucking 10 heart attacks. Now, yeah. Tyson Baxter tells me that he got what he wanted. And that was a couple of chumps to come up against the Mile High Club this Saturday. Oh. Uh, the word oh, from Tyson is we will kick their ass into next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Was that it? Was that oh, all Don't it? shoot the messenger. I'm just passing on yeah. what I was told. Tony, but- Tony, between, between US BD and, and the FBI agents that watch our calls, brother, come on. <laughs> kick our ass. I'm just hoping his wrestling style is a bit more creative than his insults. Yeah, well, sure he enough. was in our D- DMs earlier today because uh, he's a friend of the show. We've had him on a fair few times, and uh, he was looking forward to Saturday night. I, I don't want to say he was taking you lightly, but I think he was look, looking past you to the next show. That, that was this, probably this the most. The it's, it's our debut. We've seen their matches. We know what they got. They don't know what we got. Hey, we ain't got no tape out there right now. We're coming in. We're coming in fresh. No, we've noticed that we tried to find something on you on the internet. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing Absolutely. Yeah, fine you. voice. <laughs> hey, tell, us a, time. tell us about training at Relentless, guys. Uh, the boys there seem to have done a fantastic job in the last uh, 12 months or so setting it all up. Yeah, I think probably the biggest thing goes uh, the fact that they've done it through lockdown after lockdown. And I think they've probably had a few scary moments where they probably panicked, but they're utter professionals. We could not say anything but the most positive reviews for those guys, the way they conduct themselves in the ring, out the ring. So if, I, don't, I don't know if I can speak for Dave here, but for myself coming down here in the first time is like, these are, these are big names in the Australian wrestling scene, but just getting to work with them, getting to know them as guys, they're just great guys. And it's, it's not a chore coming to training. That's the biggest thing I can say. Yeah. It's, it's a fun time. And just piggybacking off exactly what you just said, they're, they're, they're three of the most seasoned and tenured professional wrestlers, not just in Melbourne, but across Australia. And it's exemplified through their work, through this school, through their ethics. And I think what my biggest takeaway with the school and why I love this school so much is... Obviously, we're learning a lot about the in-ring stuff, the bumps, right? The, the, the rope running, all the, all the moves and all that kind of stuff. But it's the attention that is paid to everything else outside of that, who we are as people, how we carry ourselves, how we go about approaching other, other professionals in this industry as well. It's that little stuff that they have through their experience that is invaluable, something that you really won't see across many other schools across Melbourne. And I think probably the other cool thing would say, like, relentless gym it's it's not a slogan those boys are relentless that mm. <laughs> they yeah. keep going they're going to get what they want was wrestling training harder than you thought it was you, you both mentioned that you went to the gym so you're probably used to to doing the gym work but adding in then the physicality of wrestling was that something you didn't foresee the the the, the toughness of the physical side of it Look, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm a big fan of back day. You take that first back bump when you've never worked in, in a ring before, you get winded. Like there's, there's something that is a world of difference in the kind of conditioning and approach to training that is completely different between wrestling and running through the ring compared to like lifting weights. 
Uh, and at least for myself, that was where my bulk fitness uh, came from was just bodybuilding kind of stuff, bodybuilding and powerlifting. It was just about how much can I move? How often can I move it? And then I came here and I was like, oh yeah, because I'm a big guy, because I'm a big heavy dude, I should be able to do this easy. Oh, because I'm a bigger boo. I take that, I take that first back bump. <laughs> I feel that. Yeah. We'll give Dave a lot of credit. Dave actually has dropped 40 kilos in the past year and he's, he's put himself in the best physical shape of his life. So still big Dave, but I could have been bigger Dave. Well, I was going to say, Coast, if you lost 40 kilos, mate, you would have been a fucking Goliath. You're yeah, a- I was in the peak of like my, my power kind of days. I was, I was hitting some insane lifts. But then throughout the wrestling training, and I credit, I credit everything, my weight loss to the wrestling aspect, because not just the way that we were training, but the mindset mm. that, they, that they instill upon you, especially in this industry, like it is so, and like Connor said before, uh, that relentless slogan, it's so true. And it's so true, especially here. It's, it's everything you do outside of, uh, of running the ropes and taking the bumps. It's also how you train in the gym. It's how you approach other people, like all that kind of stuff. You, it gets instilled in you. And then I got instilled in me. And I started taking my cardio a bit more seriously. Started going for a lot more walks. You know, I was training. I changed how I trained in the gym a bit. Yeah, well, powerlifting isn't about fitness, is it? As much as it is just it's lifting heavy lift. weights. It's just one lift. Five-minute break. Can I, yeah, I'll lift it up. I'll lift it up. <laughs> I swear. There we go. So you, you brought up the uh, going on more walks. So I see you guys walked uh, 50Ks in a day. Oh, my God. Was yes. it in May? Uh, I'm glad we're talking about this. So that was at the start of lockdown where you could still go outdoors for exercise. There was no real like travel limit restrictions. So we're like, let's improvise. We can't go to the gym. What are we going to do? And there was a May 50K challenge where it was like 50,000 steps. In the month of May. In the just in the May. month. But I was like, I'm turning turn, I'm just like, no, 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 no. That's bullshit. <laughs> we'll, we'll do, do it in a day. Speed run. We're, we're going to do a May 50K in a day speed run, bro. Clocked in what? What did it take you? Ten hours? I think I think it was just over ten hours. I think, I think we, we started yeah, at ten and we finished at about eight o'clock. And oh, that final when the blisters start popping <laughs> on the home stretch, and you just ah. I bought yeah. a new pair of shoes two days beforehand as well. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Didn't wear them in. No, I didn't wear them in. Idiot. Now I'm going to ask you the I'm going to ask you the question that's on the tip of everyone's lips at the moment. Did you go fifty k's out? that have to work out how you came back, or was it twenty five no, 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 out no. twenty five? <laughs> We're smarter boys than that. Educated people. We're both, I'm a lawyer. We both went to uni. We both went to uni. We knew not to do this. We, we planned this lovely route that went from Coburg, Pentridge Prison, all the way down. Looked like a through, dick. Through the city. Yeah, looked like a dick. Looked like a dick. Through the city, down to St Kilda Beach, under the under the Westgate Bridge, back around South Bank, back up to Coburg. Looked beautiful. absolutely beautiful. That's a good walk. <laughs> it's... Uh, Probably never do it again. Was the second thoughts, what kilometre mark did the second thoughts kick in or the, like, hey, we've bitten off more than we could chew here? So I, I documented the entire thing, right? And I, I, can, I can pinpoint to you exactly <laughs> when we both sat back to each other and just like, did we make a mistake? Have we bitten off a little bit more? As soon as we got to St Kilda, as we were doing that boardwalk, uh, Ricky went into the bathroom, go take a shit. I've sat back and I've just gone, Jeez. <laughs> There's a video of him self-recording as I'm taking a shit, going like, man, we fucked up. We, <laughs> we, we, we <laughs> fucked up. 
And we're about 25, literally probably the halfway point. We're now starting to double back a bit more here. We've gone to that 25K point. I've sat down and stupid move on my part. Never Newton's first law of physics, don't stop. I sat down, my legs went jelly. I'm like, what the fuck have we done here? I was How sitting, the hell did we get back? I was sitting down because I was taking a shit. And a bit, as soon as I started wiping, I was going, oh no, there's a bit of cramp going on. How am I going to get up? And I think I texted him as well. I was like, Dave, you're going to have to come get me out of this crap because I can't fucking move. See, now this is where we're different, all right? This is where we're different. We, we sat down at 25Ks and we could have called an Uber. We could have packed it in if we wanted to, if we were lesser men. All right, but we're not. We said, fuck that. We got 25Ks to go. We've planned out a dick route here that we're going to follow through until the end. I don't give a shit if we have to pop three more blisters. We're getting our bags on our backs and we're walking off now. All right. You know why? Six hours later, we punched it because we're not my high club. We're real fucking men. And fucking. Oh, I was going to say that. Lyle Jimmy's, I'll tell you what, if this goes the distance against the mile high club, they're going to run for their money. These boys will go a long way. Yep. Um, I have no doubt. Hey, how many blisters did end up on the on the feet at the end of the day? Oh, don't want to know. I think Dave got like I cop two, bro. Yeah, I, I copped that. The one the next morning, as it set in, I woke up literal ball of water oh. at the heel of my foot, and I'm like, "Well, this is this is fantastic snap content." I'm not going to not punch it on Snapchat. There's, like, a great, oh. there's a great video if you want us to see. Does anyone else get a pain or a tingling sensation through your testicles when you hear that sort of shit? Yeah. Big testicles. We feel everything in our testicles. Uh, I miss primary school. Now, so if you're the lawyer, uh, Big Dave, then Ricky Gilmore, are you the DJ? I could be. I can be whatever you want me to be, buddy. Well, are you the DJ? I'll yeah, I'm the DJ then. Let's go. We'll play Sandstorm on the weekend. Yeah, actually, you know what? I'm not gonna, Why are we playing Sandstorm? We've already got a nice track. I'm not going to tell you what we're coming out to, but I'm going to promise you this. We're going to come out this weekend to an absolute banger of a track, and that's something I want everyone to pay attention to. Looking forward right. to that. Looking forward to that. I'll so, uh, tell you what, I'm not the only person looking forward to seeing you guys debut as well. The entire night has been sold out, which is uh, fantastic news. Yeah, especially after the, the fact that we had the, uh, the two-week snap lockdown as well. We weren't even 100% sure if uh, the July 3rd show was going to go ahead. But then, yeah, as soon as, as soon as we came out of that, all guns blazing. All I'm hearing is we're 1-0 from the field selling out crowds. Yeah. So for any other promotions out there, 1-0. You want to sell out a crowd? for BDE. That's big debut energy right there. I tell you what, the, rest of the, the way the rest of Australia is going, I wouldn't count our chickens too early. We're still going to get to Saturday yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, knock on wood, boys. Don't say that. Hey, knock on wood. A sellout's a sellout. Whether the show runs or not, Tony, it's still got exactly. sold out. Exactly, correct. So it still counts. Um, what, are you, what are you looking forward to the most um, to Saturday night? Coming through that ring the first time in front of a 300 crowd? Well, what... what Where's the energy coming from? What are you guys looking forward to the most? Doing it with each other. Exactly. Doing it with each other. Just doing it with each other. That Take that however you want it. We're just doing it with each other. That first tag, touch his hand. I give him a kiss on the lips. You're in, Dave. Let's go. That's what we're looking forward to the most. Because I, I don't think there's a lot of tag teams in the industry right now that have the bond that we do. Yep. And you ask where the energy comes from? Right there, brother. Right there. We bounce off each other. It's like an atom moving through itself. It's like it just keeps going. Well, I can, Lyle, I can imagine these two after their first night of training, 
if there was yeah. CCTV outside of the Relentless Gym, they would have seen two blokes just jump five foot in the air and chest bump each other, I reckon. <laughs> like, that's, you, that's not even an exaggeration. I guarantee you that actually happened. I reckon it would have. Yeah. I, I tell you what, it, it is so refreshing to hear the attitude of you guys at the moment and, and the, the mateship that you guys have. It's just really, really lovely to hear. Oh, Tony, stop it. Your parents are starting to cry. It's nice. Oh, I told you, Tony. Nice to it's, a, it's a true bromance. I'm pretty sure you went to the tattoo shop together. Yeah, we did. Matching tattoos as well. We matching Brahma balls. Man's so good. Marks, right? Absolute marks for the rocks. We're a fan of the rocks. Oh, like, hey, we're, we're going to get a matching tattoo. What are we going to get? Let's get the Brahma ball, boy. Hardest workers in the room. I like it, Tony. This is good. Yeah, this, this is, is good great. stuff. This, this is, is good. good. Uh, the future, boys. I mean, have you planned anything ahead of the next of this weekend, or uh, just take as it comes? I'm not going to speak for Dave. It, for us right now, it's just one week at a time, and to get to a debut, that's that's a massive milestone for us. So we're going to enjoy this weekend for what it is. We're going to absolutely steamroll Mile High Club, and then we'll move on from there. I mean, just that on top of that, if we're being a little bit ambitious, I'd like to unify all the tag team titles across Australia at some point <laughs> in our career. I think that'd be fun. You know what they say? Shoot for the stars, fall to the moon, baby. Is there a tag team uh, partnership that you'd love to come up against? Is, is there someone that you've... Ooh. You, you, you know guys what? have followed. You know what? Do we, uh, that, right, going on right now. There's a there's a training session going on down in the gym behind, behind us, us. Yeah. and there's a there's two guys you may know who happen to be our trainers. You know, Mister Mister JXT and uh, Big Rig Fox blacklisted. Yeah. That's a definitely definitely someone we got our eyes on. And I'd like to see that. Notice. I'd like to see that. Hey, I'll tell you what I do like about this card. Also on Saturdays, there's a lot of. Uh, not massively known names in the world of wrestling. And it's going to be great to see some of these fantastic up and comers who have been doing the work hard at relentless and just to see what is coming out of the gym. So we said it before, like my high, don't know what we got. No one else knows what they got. Yeah. We know what they've got. Cause we've trained with them day in, day out. Some of these names you're going to see on the weekend, James Bolton, Santiago Silva, these guys, they put in the work. They are the real deal. And I think they're going to be big names in the industry. Gee, that Santiago Silva kid is. <laughs> We're keen to watch him, watch him flourish and develop as well. Nice. Yeah. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to that. Like you, like you said, Tony, yeah, coming out of these lockdowns and these snap lockdowns, Still seeing some young kids coming out of uh, wrestling training schools has been great. Like credit to you guys, you know, sticking through it with the stop-start nature of you know the training, which what it's been the last twelve months. You know, how did you go with like the Zoom training and stuff? I know JXT was big on that. Keep the training going. Don't just stop. Make sure everyone gets check check in. You know, physically and mentally because I know it's a drain. Um, how, how did the Zoom training sessions go for you guys? Uh, for me, it was a little bit different compared to Ricky here. Like, I, I live in a bit of a two-bedroom small apartment. I haven't got any equipment on me. So when they started doing, uh, when everything went into lockdown, they closed off gyms, we closed off the training facility we have here as well. For me, it was a complete shift in training and then an absolute jolt mentally as well to then be confined and then only be able to, like, essentially do bodyweight stuff, which is something, like, 
I never really factored in to my workouts prior to lockdown sitting in and it forced me to become a bit more creative with how I was approaching training. It, for me, it was a bit of a blessing in disguise because I did lose a little bit more. I cut a bit more because I started focusing on the cardio aspect. And because I started doing that, it helped me mentally as well to cope with the fact that we weren't being able to training. And then add on top of the fact that, that every single week, like we had someone like Jake who was developing programs for us, something that we could do at home and the, and the Zoom meetings as well to catch up with the boys, all that kind of help. But yeah, for me, it was... It was a complete 180 with redeveloping how I approach training with not having any tools at my disposal. Ricky Gilmore, on the other hand, I had bench press, dumbbells, yeah. everything ready to go. Yeah. Chest pump every day of the week. Best shape of my life. I'm ready to go, baby. Let's fucking go. I'm still bigger though. So I didn't really need it, I guess. <laughs> no, <just catch> it up. <laughs> He's playing catch up. Now, Lyle, I'm going to do something that we've never done before here. I'm going to offer these guys the opportunity if they would like to come back next week for our podcast. I want to really have a chat to these boys about how the first match went. I like the, it. The emotions of it, how they feel, all that yep. sort of stuff. Would you do that for us, boys? Done. Done. Fine. Pencil it in. Uh, that'd be fantastic just to get that follow-on from the debut just to see how it all goes. Yep. Yeah, can, I ask, can I ask a favour, though, if we're going to do this same time next week? Yep. Crack a couple of cold ones, boys. Yeah, shall we, shall we have a beer, yeah? I've got the red. Hey, what, what are we drink? Is that a Shiraz? Oh, yeah, it's a nice Shiraz out from... Uh, uh, I've got a nice tea. Was it all South Australia red? Yeah. Oh, good man. Good man. I'm, uh, I'm part of the uh, the Naked Wine Group. I've heard of them. And very good. Cheap. Good cheap wine for Australian wine growers. So the money goes direct to them. Mm. It doesn't go through the conglomerates like Woolworths and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, New so we're supporting the local you. industries. Newfound respect. I respect you know, another from one fight wine man to another. I respect, I respect that. I look I'll, forward to sharing I'll, one with you next week. Then I'll stick to my VB. So Lyle, if you want to grab a VB next week, we can do some VBs. Uh, I'll, I'll grab a vodka. I'm not a beer guy. And my wife did just bring in a lavender tea. So. Oh, jeez. Oh, that sounds quite lovely, Lyle. It's almost my bedtime, Tony. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and based on that, I'm going to wrap up the interview because I know how cranky you get after <laughs> eight o'clock. Hey, boys, all the best for Saturday. Really look forward to seeing you out there at the, uh, the Backus Marsh Public Hall. I'm going to tell everyone what time it kicks off, but it doesn't matter because if you haven't got a ticket, it's too late. You ain't getting one. Hey, but you know this for a fact, Mayhem, everything will be on YouTube as we go throughout the date. So for those that didn't get tickets, guarantee you'll be able to see our match. Yeah, fantastic. Looking forward to that. Relentless.com.au if you want to find out more about uh, what is happening at the gym. And of course, it's Mayhem Pro Wrestling this Saturday night at Bacchus Marsh Public Hall. Boys, thank you so much for joining us. We've been speaking to the Big Dude Energy Tag Team Partnership. We'll catch him again next week to find out how they went. Match one of their career. Good on you, boys. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thanks for having us. The Big Dude Energy right here on the Turnbuckle. Wow, 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 wow.
Welcome back. Segment two of On the Turnbuckle. What a lovely bunch of boys right there. Fantastic. Oh. Jeez, the energy was amazing. Uh, well, it's the big dude energy, Tony. I said before, and it, it seemed like it, they were going to be a lot of fun just going through their socials. Obviously, you know, it's their debut. You know, they're excited. Sold out uh, crowd in uh, Back of Smash Saturday night for Mayhem. Yeah, they're excited. You can tell you know, they've got great energy. I'm looking forward to seeing them come through that curtain, what they've got planned for us, Tony. Yeah, exactly right. And they come up against the Mile High Club. It's going to be uh, fantastic to see how they go first up. All right, Lyle, let's get into the news of the week. And, well, we predicted it a couple of weeks ago. I don't think it was uh, – you didn't have to be Nostradamus to predict it. But WWE with some more releases uh, coming out the last couple of days, and they just keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these – a few of these guys have, you know, haven't been on TV regularly or, you know, they've been on – 205 Live and stuff like that, you know, sort of not on the on on the main roster, you know. Um, August Gray, he, he turned his into a little bit of a positive, had a bit of fun with it on Twitter. You know, it was a loser leave town match against uh, Grayson Waller, your favourite wrestler on 205 Live, Tony. Yeah. So he turned it a bit of fun. Obviously, we knew he was going to lose. Killian Dane, the Bollywood Boys, you know, Fandango, Tyler Breeze. Some of these guys have been there for 10 years. Um, look, as just a, a wrestling fan, I'm excited to have these guys and girls back in on the independence, not under the WWE umbrella. You know, some of us just sitting, sitting and catering. Um, let's see what they can do in the ring again. You know, um, yeah. you know, Tony, Tony Nice getting back on the independence. You know, I'm pretty sure he's, Calendar is going to fill up really quick. You know, independent companies are going to be looking to sign him up to all the big dream matches that they can have. So, yeah, I think it just puts a bit of life back into the American independence. You know, is there vaccines rolling out really quick? A lot of independent companies will want to make up from lost time. So having a lot of these guys and girls get back out into the talent pool, it's, it's a good thing. I hope that uh, Grayson Waller, doesn't feel that he may have been the end of uh, the Bollywood boys after the work that he did on Sunil and Samir. Yeah, well, you know, and then August Gray as well, Tony. Yeah. He finishes him off and he gets released. Oh, I don't know. Could be a trademark gimmick there. Could be a catchphrase coming out. So, I don't know. It's, yeah. I wouldn't want to be coming up against him this week. I'd be nervous. The career killer, Grayson Waller. Uh, I'll tell you what, and I'm, I would love to say that I believe that this is probably the end of the cuts for WWE. Obviously, they're doing this on a fairly regular basis and uh, as they look to increase their profits. But it really uh, it's hard to imagine that WWE is anywhere near finished with this uh, cost-cutting measure. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Like, their roster has ballooned out. Is it 250, near 300 people under contract? I know they have ridiculous amount of hours of content, but they don't really need to warehouse all these talent. Um, yeah, let them get out there. Yes, it sucks if you've, you know, you've got financial security with one of the big companies. But, you know, just purely as a wrestling fan, warehousing the talent and not getting to see what they can do. And not wasting a career, but, you know, you're missing out on all those matches we could be seeing. Yeah, I, I feel there could be more to come, you know. And as they keep bringing 
you know, new uh, classes into the PC. Yeah. I feel some of these people that have been around a while and not broken through or haven't caught Vince McMahon's eye. Um, yeah, I think more cuts will probably come. Yeah, exactly right. Hey, I'll tell you what, I was uh, really saddened to read on Twitter the statement from uh, Bronson Reed after losing his uh, WWE NXT North American Championship to Isaiah Swerve Scott in NXT's main event. Uh, not sure whether you caught the statement, Lyle, but it was just simple, but it was heartfelt. And uh, on Twitter, he said, my fans, my friends, my family, my wife, I failed you. I'm sorry. Now what at WWE NXT? That's that's hard to take. Yeah. That, I, one door closes, another one opens, Tony. I feel, you know, he, he did a few dark matches on SmackDown and some of the, uh, I think it was at Raw as well. Um, so maybe a call up, Tony. Might be going to one of the big shows. Well, that seems to be the rumour speculation, so, doesn't it? That it, there's a main roster spot. He was seen there a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that pans out for him. But uh, at the moment, he's hurting. He lost a title that he only held for a short period of time. But hopefully, short, as you right. said, it means bigger and better things. Yeah, yeah. We'd like to see that happen. Now, speaking of Vince McMahon, and you mentioned him before, he's uh, apparently been seen scouting. Yeah, he's uh he's meant to be down at the the uh, performance, the performance center, center for a week. Yeah, uh, scouting new talent. He wants to, you know, th- their ratings are pretty bad at the minute. So yeah, you got to get some fresh talent on on the TV. It's good for all the guys that are up and coming. Get a get a look at it. Um, you know, yeah, if you see Raw or SmackDown, it seems to be the same. You know, 10, 15, 20... Uh, people on TV most weeks. Yeah, yeah. Get some new new blood in there. Get the get the fans excited again. Well, I'll ask you about a big the, push for Bronson. I'll ask you about the ratings being down, Lyle. And one would my feeling to that is that they seem to have lost all continuity at the moment up the top end of the roster with uh, Raw and SmackDown, and it's really hard to get a grip of storylines. There doesn't seem to be any consistency in their storylines no. at the moment with the changes that they've made and the like. I think the fans are just thinking, what the hell is happening here? Yeah, well, just for me personally, I feel, why am I going to invest that kind of time for a storyline that I may get invested in, might just get dropped at a drop of a hat? You know, we hear about the shows being rewritten, rewritten, rewritten to death. So, yeah, you know, a bit of long-term storytelling and just stick stick it out. Stop The stop-start nature of uh, some some of the talents pushes. It's hard to get behind uh, some of the young up and coming guys. That's for sure. Big uh, weekend of wrestling for mayhem pro, as we said, sold out only their second event in Bacchus Marsh. And it's coming up this Saturday, bell time at seven 30 and uh, mayhem in the marsh is done and dusted. You can't get a ticket and it's going to be a big, big night of wrestling. Yeah. 300 tickets sold. I know. You know, I messaged uh, the guys at it, Relentless and Mayhem, you know, just to thank them for bringing wrestling back to this side of the Westgate Bridge, Tony, you know, yeah. uh, out the west. So back at Smash, only 25 minutes down the road. So uh, family-friendly events. Uh, my kids and my nephews want to come. So I made sure I snapped up some tickets for them as well and my dad. So, yeah, just looking, there, looking forward to just 
just family fun wrestling. And that's I must I must to. say too that uh, I made that mistake of thinking that there'd be tickets available, and unfortunately, I don't happen to have one at the moment for Saturday. So, Tony, well, secondary market, there may be scalpers out there. So, you know, for $70, Tony, I'll sell you my dad's ticket and not tell him. Um, no, no, I wouldn't do that to no. your dad. <laughs> no, hey, they, they went really quick. So, yeah, congratulations to the team out at Relentless and Mayhem and, you know, looking forward to the Saturday night. What's the, what's the match you're looking forward to the most? Well, after the interview we just had, Tony, yeah, and the confidence of the... They're not lacking any confidence, uh, the big dude energy. So I do, I do love Mile High. When they get in the ring, it's something special. You know, I haven't seen Jet in the ring in it for a while. So, yeah. you know, Tyson's been doing great things uh, in the recent months. So yeah, it's gone to the top of my list. Top of my list there, Tony. We, uh, we all love Richie Taylor. Good to see him on the card against Scotty Roach. Yep. So in a, another guy, you know, not too many fans will be familiar with. So uh, Scotty Roach, Richie, obviously he's been killing it uh, this year, you know, winning the death match down under heavyweight title in the tournament. So, yeah. And um, as the boy said, I'm really looking forward to this, uh, the spicy Salvadorian, Santiago Silva. I'm telling you that they've been busting their ass down at Relentless. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these, this, this young talent come out, Tony. That's what we're wrestling fans. We want to see... His new talent, freshen it up or spice it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Can't be more more excited for Saturday night. That's exactly right. Uh, Big month in July for Melbourne wrestling. And even more so now that all the other cities and states are starting to shut down for periods of time, especially Sydney not opening up again until at least July the 9th. Uh, Yeah. There's all the focus is going to be on what's happening down here. Yeah, it's fingers crossed and a death match of, you know, they've got um, their show in Ballarat, you know, then they got coming back, the show in Essendon at the Ukraine Hall, finally we get wrestling back there, uh, Wrestle Rock on my birthday, the 31st, you got MCW, Winter Warfare, PCW every weekend, get these tickets as soon as you can, I'm pretty sure a couple of these shows have already sold out, um, Stepping up, you know, hopefully some of the Sydney talent get out of lockdown. They can come to Melbourne in the second half of July for us. Um, But yeah, big, big, exciting month. Um, After we just had two weeks of lockdown, hopefully Melbourne, Victoria as a whole, continues to do the right thing. We don't have any uh, more snap lockdowns and wrestling can just look... uh, Look, this COVID stuff in the rear vision mirror. Wouldn't that be fantastic if uh, that can happen? Uh, I think we've still got a fair bit of it uh, to go there. Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, one of the things, Lyle, that uh, we spoke earlier about the WWE releases, with those releases that have come out of the 205 roster, now that I'm a, a 205 live expert, yep. I can tell you that uh, the roster now has been reduced to single figures. Single so figures? No more than 10 men. They're nine guys on the 205 live roster due to those releases. That's uh, that's worrying for that brand. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they've got to get uh, Grayson Waller off the brand because I wouldn't want to be coming up against him, Tony. It's 
seems like your papers are stamped as soon as you lose to uh, Grayson. So, yeah, well, yeah, mate, but he's got to read. Yeah, Vince going down to the PC, maybe get some uh, some of 205 Live talent down there, get them on TV, get some fresh faces, you know, shake things up a bit. Hopefully that's what Vince is looking to do. Shake it up, get some more creativity, get the fans talking again. Yeah. So did you see the match between August Gray and Grayson Waller? Uh, yes. Yes, I did, Tony. I, your uh, thoughts? On, on your recommendation, I've become... Uh, I, I can't watch two matches on that. No, no, no. Live, even though there's only two for the whole show. Uh, make sure I tune in for the Grayson Waller. Oh, I, I've said it before. I, I can't wait till he gets in front of real, the full crowds in America. I just think the way he interacts in the ring is made for live crowds and the interaction that he'll have with the crowds. You know, he's doing the, the shake and the shimmy like a boxer. And yeah, he's got yep. it, whatever it is, he's got it. Um, you know, they're putting on on a winning streak. Seems like they're giving him a big push. The commentators are putting him over like a million bucks. So yeah, it was a, it was a good match, you know, with the added spice of making it a loser leave town match. Um, for August Grey. Uh, yeah, so I don't think I've ever said I'm looking forward to a 205 live show, but we keep doing well by the Aussies. We're going to tune in. What else are you going to do at 12 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon? <laughs> uh, let's have a look at what's upcoming in wrestling this weekend in Melbourne. Friday the 2nd of July, there's nothing on. Here in in Melbourne, all right around Australia, we should say that most of the uh, most of the uh, promotions around Australia have shut down due to the current restrictions at the moment. For at least this weekend, Mayhem Pro have their Mayhem in the Marsh in Bacchus Marsh on Saturday. As we said, tickets sold out there, but you will catch the matches on YouTube over the next few days. PCW have Carnage in Ferntree Gully. Just go to one of the local pubs and you can see that. Uh, and also they're on Fight TV and ACW Rise to Glory at the Estonian Hall. AWF and IWA all have their uh, uh, promotions for this weekend, as we said, uh, postponed. Yeah, well, you know, I know we're, we're, we're lucky, Tony, but, you know, we, we, we've done it hard. We did it hard last year. You know, we had the snap lockdown earlier, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Fingers crossed. You know, we're all thinking of all the other promotions in the other states at the minute. Guys, we'll get through it. The Melbourne uh, promotions did. Yep. Hopefully they're seeing some light at the end of the tunnel now. We just see wrestling back, get back to normal, regularity. And uh, everyone slowly gets vaccinated, which, you know, go any slower, we'll be going backwards. We'll be unvaccinating people yeah. <laughs> we go any slower in this country. Than in exactly. Time. But our good mate Walshy is fully vaccinated now, hence the reason why he's not well. So yeah. good promotion <laughs> of a reason to go and get fully vaccinated so you can spend three days in bed. Uh, we'll catch him next week. And, mate, I'll catch you next week as well. Been a fun show tonight. We should do this more often. Yeah, get rid of Walshy more often. I like it. Well, at least we get to ask a question. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> Catch you later, mate. Uh, see you, bud. And we'll catch you later too. Thanks for joining us right here on the Turnbuckle.